0: Hello Yogis, in this month's podcast I'll be discussing how you can stay connected to your truth during the worry and heartache of this pandemic. You may find during this podcast I'm joined by my cat, you might hear the odd her as she comes nearer to me so my cats have been a godsend throughout this um, pandemic she had four kittens and we kept three of them and they have been an absolute joy I've got five cats all together an absolute joy um, through the inner turmoil that can go on when faced with a a long-term sense of insecurity and uncertainty and a low-level sense of fear and in some case a high-level sense of fear. And as I mentioned in the intro, I'm discussing in this podcast about staying connected to your truth. In the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, truth, truthfulness is the second of the yamas. Uh, the yamas are a way in which you relate to the world, you know, your actions, your thoughts, and becoming conscious of those things so that you can pave the way to a a nicer and better existence and eventually lead yourself towards liberation. We're all wanting to feel a little bit liberated from this situation at the moment, so I thought this podcast would be handy to connect you to your inner truth. Now, I've been through a situation uh, lasting well over seven years where um, I had absolutely no control over the outcome, no control of what was happening. And um, I found myself naturally bringing this concept of truth into action within myself. When you can't change things externally, when things are happening around you and you can't change them... The only choice you've got is to change your approach towards it, to change your thoughts and your feelings. And as I've mentioned in my other podcasts, your inner world, your thoughts and your feelings directly influence and manifest what's going on outside of you. Even if you've got an external influence that's appearing to impact on your internal state, you have control over your internal state and it it seems very... Uh, easily said and not so easily done well I've actually as I said had to find the why's and wherefores to be able to do this I won't go into too much detail but basically um, after a a lengthy divorce um, I managed to stay connected to my house I could remortgage my house and and at last I was an owner And shortly after that, a group of local lads decided to target my house with some antisocial behaviour. Now, it was just myself and my two children living here at the time. They were about 11 and 8 years old. And it started very simply with a car window being broken and it progressed to fireworks being pushed through my letterbox, numerous windows broken, uh, being stared at through the kitchen window while we were trying to eat. And this went on night after night, I would come back from my yoga. One occasion my front door being kicked so hard, all the locks broke and I had to call my dad out at 10 o'clock to help me to shut and lock my front door. So there's been, that that kind of went on and it was, it would have a couple of nights when it would die down, but on the whole, things were happening nearly every evening. Um, Living here on my own with my two children, I obviously felt very, very vulnerable and I tried everything. I logged everything, as the police wanted me to, on their instant sheets. I reported everything, I put cameras up, I spoke to my MP, I've had my MP in the house, I set up meetings with the local councillor and um, with the the head of police and things like that in the town. And long story short, it, t- it took, as I said, seven, eight, maybe even nine years for it to be completely resolved. And I do feel that ultimately it resolved because the children reached an age where they could have been seriously prosecuted for what they were doing. Now, in that situation, it hit me to begin with as it would anybody. My resilience got lower and lower the longer it went on. I found that I would wake up in the night anticipating... The next thing, if I left my house at all any time in the day and then I came home, I would be worried as I went round the corner in case I'd see that they'd done something else, which usually they had. Um, eggs on my my front door, all sorts of things happened. Now this inner state of fear begins to build and as it done, the nervous system is sort of like really under pressure and under stress. And I recognised as this went on for months and years that I couldn't carry on under that level of stress. I was doing everything I could, practically walking the path I was told, but still it was persisting. In the end I reached a point where I thought if this wasn't happening to me, what would my inner state be? What is my inner feeling, my inner truth? And I used to have moments when I would sit there and remember how I felt before this happened, how I felt as a child, um, when I'd be playing, when I was carefree, things like that would crop up in my mind and I'd allow myself to absorb those feelings so that I could recognise them again in moments. Obviously, there were down times when I hit the floor on the odd day where I was just exasperated by what was happening and I've curled up in a heap many a time against the radiator <clears throat> crying because I was so demoralised. But I used to consider those days as healing days. I would allow myself to scrape the floor and let everything out that I needed to let out and then the next day I would be ready to get up and start again. Now alongside that I was working in an environment that I absolutely loved. I was working in a library at a university and I loved the people, I loved the students, I loved the job. And so every day when I left my house, I'd drop the children at school and I'd go into work and I'd walk through those doors and I'd think, "Ah, oh, and relax. And I used to absorb all those moments where I could put things down and allow my body to rest. I was always laughing. I was always trying to keep my spirits up. And like I said, I had great relationships with the people I worked with and a lot of fun doing that job. So how did it all resolve? As I said, in the end, it resolved because the children got to an age where they could have been prosecuted. And also, I think it was helped by the fact that I began to literally ignore what they were doing. Any action that they took, I would keep well out of the way and then I would clear up or deal with it from a neutral place. I would ask myself, how would I be feeling? I would surround myself internally with those feelings as I dealt with what I had to deal with. The other silly thing I did was I'd bought a load of DVDs from Lee Evans and night after night we would sit and watch Lee Evans um, and just laugh ourselves silly before going to bed. All those sorts of things can help to raise your inner vibration. Now I've mentioned about... Your truth and and staying connected to your truth. Well, my truth in that situation was remaining um, authentic to my own nature. So rather than becoming nasty and bitter back, I kept a reasonable head of calmness, of um, reasoning. I would try to talk to these children um, in a, a nice way. Um, and I'd ask them to stop what they were doing and I just basically stayed connected to my innate energy. That was in public, in private I tried to stay connected to that innate energy as well by focusing as I said on the moments where I remembered being really peaceful, I remembered my inner lift when I was happy with things, I wallowed in the situations that were currently going on that lifted and reinforced that inner feeling and just bolstered that up so that I had reserves when I needed it. There are lots of things that um, contribute to what you consider to be your inner truth. For each one of us, the inner truth is going to be different. One thing that is worth mentioning your inner truth isn't necessarily the habits you've been used to doing, the, ha- the actions you've been used to taking, because it may be that it was a precondition, so it may be that it was a habit, it's about stepping deeper inside and recognising with all of that stripped away... What is your innate core? What is your innate feeling? And it's not about thoughts. It's not even really about actions. Your actions will stem from you being connected to your inner feeling of truth, that connection to what sits right with you um, on any given moment. So, how can you begin to recognise what your individual truth is? Uh, one of the best ways of recognising it is by following your heart. Um, the the things in life that make you feel uplifted and connected when things feel effortless and alive when you you feel expansive um, when any changes within that seem to happen with ease and as you make the changes you feel grounded um, all those things are an indication that you are connected to uh, an inner truth uh, as I said, sometimes we fall into habits um, that we're used to and we mistake that from being connected to our truth. So um, in order to become more conscious of this, because this is really what it's about, it's a good idea to um, sort of grab a piece of paper um, and pen and in a little while I'll, I'll uh, go through some things that you can do with with the paper and pen. But it's just worth mentioning that... The act of physical yoga really does put you in touch with your sense of truth. So, for example, if you step on your yoga mat and you are following a practice that feels right for you on that day, where you can stay connected to your breath, to the ground, then you are working your truth on that day. It might mean that one day you've got to do a really light practice, whereas usually you do a strong practice or vice versa. But just the act of each day repeatedly getting on a yoga mat and doing yoga and allowing your awareness to recognize how you're feeling at any given time and then allowing your actions to stem from that, that is a, a practice ground for you to recognize within yourself when you're aligning with your truth and when you're not if you do a really rigorous practice and it's the last thing you felt like doing and as you finish the practice you feel all disconnected and disjointed you haven't been working in accordance with your truth so I just wanted to mention that that The yoga practice is a great way for you to begin to tune your awareness to recognising the sensations within you that allow you to be truthful. Um, As I said, it's all about feelings, really. But if you've got that piece of paper now, um, one of the things we can do with relation to the pandemic and the different lockdowns it's it's just if you write down um, on a piece of paper the things that you've been missing, the things that you've been missing doing since March um, or whenever you've had lockdown or maybe it's because you you're not allowed out. Maybe it's because you've had to change your job and so therefore you've had less time or. Um, maybe you've been affected by COVID and your health has changed, all sorts of reasons can mean that you feel as though you're missing out on things that you were doing before the pandemic struck. So if you stop this podcast and then just write down um, a few things that you feel, not a whole load, but just a few major things that you feel that uh, you you are missing doing, And then alongside each of those just a couple of words to highlight the emotion behind it, how you feel. Allow yourself to connect with how you're feeling about that aspect. What is the truth to how you feel about missing those things? Then allow yourself to write down a list of things that you know you are doing now that you didn't do before positive things so that might mean that you've had um, more time to do more exercise maybe although you haven't been able to see people in person as much perhaps you've got more connected through the internet and it's allowed you to have greater relationships with some of your family because you speak to them more often now albeit over zoom or telephone but perhaps your interactions have changed because um, of the pandemic so just list a few positive things things that you're now doing now that you weren't doing before and then just write down Emotionally, how you feel, what those things have given to you, and how you feel about those things, the feelings that come up with that. Now, allow yourself to write a list of possible habits and traits that you may have recognized as maybe those that you've dropped, those that you've picked up. What positive new habits have you created, and what negative habits have you let go of. If you're unsure what a habit is, it, you know, the feelings that I described in the previous lists, you won't have, I don't feel, as many feelings towards something that's habitual at, as you would do to something that is more heartfelt, more connected to your truth. So that's just a bit of an indication on what things are habitual and what things you're doing through a sense of being connected to your truth and to your heart. Periodically, just allow yourself to revisit those lists. So as the days go by or the weeks go by and allow yourself to relish the things that have come out of this that are positive, keep adding to that, allow yourself to recognize what your feelings are around those things, you know, and also with some of the negative things, some of the things you're missing, maybe through this concept, you can begin to find a way of bringing some of those things that you are missing back into your day, but in a different way. So I have mentioned obviously the contact with family members being, as we're all using on Zoom or um, other creative ways over the phone or maybe you get into writing letters and, you know, taking proper pictures and, and having them framed and sending them off, all sorts of things that you can do. There are ways that you can still feel as if you have an avenue, an avenue of expression that is connecting to your truth, an avenue of connection that is allowing you to um, continue. It's very easy in this state to feel so held that you don't know where to put your foot next. You don't know what steps to take in order to change how you feel or to make your life any better. So the purpose of this little exercise is just to put it down clearly so you can see it with your conscious mind what might be happening within you as so they review these lists. The other thing which I'd like to share with you now is that just a short meditation on your heart just to help you to raise your vibration because ultimately all these external things that are going on, everything that's chopping and changing, it is hitting us from the outside and it's creating changes on the inside and it's those changes on the inside which are making us feel demoralized. So if you can allow yourself to be open to and connect with things that lift your inner energy and realign your nervous system and calm everything down then you'll feel as if you've got some space around you to think clearly about changes and opportunities that you do have in this situation the other thing to bear in mind is to there's a lot of bombardment at the moment with negativity and things and just as I did everything I had to do with this antisocial behavior I kept logging it I kept reporting it I kept um you know my action open people were saying why don't you just move house but the reality of me moving would have meant I'd have come off the property ladder because I couldn't afford to remortgage and everything like that so I would have had to have sold and rented and I didn't want to do that so I had to I had to hold on in some way and in that time to keep my inner energy what I consider to be my innate truth rather than let it be influenced by what was going on outside of me. And this safety valve aspect where you have days where you let yourself let go of it, you let yourself have a cry um, and you let yourself become conscious of your deeper feelings. That's all you're doing in those days. You're becoming conscious of the, the inner thought processes that are going on that we don't usually listen to. And that's really healing because because you replace it in your psyche somewhere. You allow your body to reposition at your nervous system to let go of what it needs to. So it's really important that you remain aware of these processes and, and recognize what's happening and your power of transformation within that. So before we just do this meditation you might want to get comfortable on a chair or maybe even lying on the floor or sitting on the floor perhaps with your back against something just make sure that you're not going to be doing this while you're driving or anything like that if you're listening to this podcast in a car then stop it now and do the meditation when you get home somewhere safe okay so just checking your environment is safe and that you're warm and you're comfortable allow yourself to become very still And as you become very still, allow yourself to just connect consciously to the physical body and how you're feeling, where you may have any tensions, where you feel the weight of this might be sitting on you, maybe your heart feels heavy or your shoulders or low back, maybe your hips feel tight, you might have headaches. Just notice those things consciously and just spend a moment with each of those sensations. Allow yourself just to feel them. If any emotions come up throughout this, allow it to flow. It's just a release. And then when you feel ready, you'll just allow the breath to come into your focus. We're going to be breathing in and out through the nose. You might want to take a couple of soft in-breaths through the nose and three gentle exhalations through the mouth if there's anything particular or particularly unnerving that you wish just to release in that way. It can be more powerful releasing through the mouth. Maybe just releasing that with a sigh. And just feel yourself connected to the earth. So as you attune the breath through the nostrils, always allowing your in-breath, if you can... To focus downwards towards the floor. So that's maybe even rest your right hand on your low abdomen. Just inviting the in-breath there. You can't force it. You're just relaxing around each in-breath as it comes in. Just let your body relax. And if you're focusing attention near to the earth, your breath will follow that path. As you breathe out, you're just feeling a subtle lift as your awareness comes to the heart space you'll feel as you breathe into the floor and breathe out to the heart, your inner body feels more stable. You feel more grounded throughout both the in-breath and the out-breath. And it doesn't matter if some breaths are longer than others, you can allow that process to even itself out in its own time. Not trying to breathe in any particular way, just allow it to be your natural breath coming through. So with your right hand on your low abdomen, just place your left hand on your heart space. Be aware of the warmth of your hands, making contact with your body. Let the shoulders relax, the elbows might tuck in a little towards your sides, particularly if you're sitting up. Nice tall spine. Ultimately let yourself feel connected to the floor. And as the breath starts to pass between the two hands, breathing into the lower hand, out to the upper hand. You're just dropping into the awareness of your breath and allowing this time to release any pent-up energy or frustrations, any emotions, just breathing through them. So again, you might want to stop this for a while and just let that process take place. And when you feel that your body is calm, your eyes are closed, just bring to mind an image of a time or a place where you felt very open, very carefree, expansive, very grounded. It doesn't matter what it is, it could be a film you were watching, it may be a person you're thinking about, it can just be something as simple as I used to think about times I used to, to go and sit in the fields near where I lived and just sit under a tree and listen to the birds, anything like that can just connect you back to a sense of truth. It's just a sense of being present, really. Fully present and fully in line with that presence is really your truth. In this space of truth, you feel that any words that you say would be directly from your heart space. You would speak kindly to others without wanting to harm them in any way. You'd think kindly of yourself without wanting to harm yourself with any negative thoughts. So all your thoughts, all your private thoughts, those are dialogues, in situations like this can begin to reinforce an upsetting feeling. So it's up to you to catch those thoughts and to begin to turn them around. You're still breathing into the low abdomen and out to the heart. And just as the clouds clear from the sky, you allow your thoughts to be more pure, more kind internally of yourself and others. Not worrying too hard about trying to work out the whys and wherefores, but just centering in a state of presence and trust. Allowing yourself to put down anything that's not serving you, anything that's burdening you. And in your space where you feel joyous, where you feel at one, just allow that feeling to come up from within you so that it surrounds you. You feel with each breath that comes into your body, it's resetting you. It's giving you confidence and resilience. It's healing you. It's raising your vibration. There's no room for anything that does different, not in this moment. Allow yourself just to concentrate on the things now that are lifting your vibration. Maybe remember a time where you were laughing so hard you were crying. That feeling of the laughter rippling through your body. Where it felt as if your inner energy reached the edges of the universe in that moment. Where you were infinite and light. You had more energy than you ever thought you could have. If something has made you laugh out loud in memory of it, then allow that to happen. Feel it. Maybe you can grow that laughter into something else. You know, when one funny thing turns into another funny thought and then that starts to lift your energy. Laughter is one of the best ways of raising your vibration. You might find that connecting to a feeling of love serves you better. So you'll picture somebody or something that you really love and bring a smile to your face as you picture that person or that event and allow the lift of the edges of your mouth to come into reality here and just sense that whatever is on your face you'll be feeling in your body. So you're even becoming conscious of the facial expressions you may pull as your thoughts drag your face up or down. Your heart will go with it. Allow yourself as much time as you want with this. And you'll stay with it until you feel a a genuine change in your energy. So if you want to stop this podcast and just stay in the moment for a while, you can do that. When you feel sufficiently topped up, re-energized, lightened, enlightened, just notice how you feel. Imagine you were trying to write the, the words down, just as you did earlier in your lists. And just place those feelings consciously in your awareness. Consciously connect to the ground. Feel your breath again. Reaching down into the earth. Out to your heart. And then when you feel ready. You'll just let in the breath deepen to bring you back into the room that you're sitting in. And you'll allow yourself in your own time. Just to soften the chin gently down towards the chest and blink the eyes. And then when you feel ready, just allow the arms softly if you're seated to extend up and over your head. And if you're sitting, just relax forwards for a moment. If you're lying on your back, just take a roll to your right hand side. After a few moments of connecting gently to the energy of the earth and making sure you're back in the room, just bring yourself to a comfortable seat. Just consciously notice how you feel and allow yourself to move into the rest of your day, just holding on to that energy. I wish you health and love and life as we work through all this together i'm always here i have online yoga classes if you ever need to connect in that way thank you so much for listening